Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football full circle on a football Friday right here on Sports Grid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens alongside our guy Joe Lisi for another show on this Friday. Now just six days out from the NFL draft. The markets are moving in terms of the prospects of tomorrow and we have headlines around the National Football League, Lisi, to dissect on today's show that will certainly affect next week's draft on a Thursday night out in the desert in Las Vegas. And in the Sin City next week, Joe Lisi will be live on the ground. So we need that insight heading into draft week on a Friday here on Football Full Circle. Oh, this is what it's all about, Ben, right? Teams jockeying for position with the Kentucky Derby taking place about a month away. You like that drop, right? This is what this is what it's all about. What team is really going to surprise in the top ten? Is New Orleans going to get in there and get their quarterback of the future? Will it be Pittsburgh? Should Carolina make a deal for a veteran quarterback? That's what I want to see over the next three to four days heading into Thursday because that will make or break some of these prop bets. Absolutely, it will. And we will have a lot of that quarterback conversation on this show right here, right now, because we're getting some headlines around the National Football League in the last 48 hours or so that will certainly dictate what we see in the opening round of the first uh, of the NFL draft in just a few short days. And picking number two overall, Joe, is the Detroit Lions. Now, there was some thought maybe that Malik Willis would be under consideration at number two overall. But based on the odds, Malik Willis just two weeks ago was plus 500. Now he's plus 900 to go number two to the Lions. That doesn't seem all that likely, Joe. But Detroit is one of eight teams in the first round of the NFL draft that has multiple selections. And Detroit is drafting also with the final pick of the first round at number 32 overall. And yesterday, Lisi, they asked Jared Goff, the quarterback right now in the Motor City, about his concern level over the team drafting a quarterback in the first round of this NFL draft. And of course, Jared Goff said the right thing. He's not concerned. He's not really thinking about embracing a mentorship role at the moment. He's not going to worry about that until the draft plays itself out. But what do you think Jared Goff is truly feeling if the Lions select a quarterback? 
Oh, pressure. A huge pressure because they just, he takes over for Matt Stafford. Stafford goes to the LA Rams, wins a Super Bowl championship, and everybody's saying, well, that's the reason why, right? Goff couldn't get the Rams over the top a few years ago against the New England Patriots. At number 32, it makes sense to take a quarterback, whether it be a Des Ritter, a Matt Corral, in that type of situation, you, you're playing with house money. You get the extra year in terms of the contract. You get the extra year of development to sit behind Jared Goff and learn and maybe potentially be the starter in 2023. And there's a, a crop of quarterbacks where the, you could make that argument that Detroit could step up. It's worth the value at 32. Certainly at not at number two outside maybe one or two players, but you can make that argument sitting at number 32 that maybe even they potentially trade away the pick because they do have the second pick overall at number 34 in round number two, Ben. Yeah, and that could be a pretty lucrative trade package, honestly, 32 and 34 for another NFL team trying to make some moves, maybe get back in the first round if they were out of it or just improve their draft position if they are targeting in on a certain player or prospect. And, Joe, it leads us to the odds, right? Because if we're talking about that 32nd pick, how many quarterbacks will have already gone by the point we reach the end of round number one? We expect Malik Willis to probably be off the board. We expect Kenny Pickett to probably be selected by another NFL team as well. Does that leave us one more quarterback to go in the first round by the time we reach pick number 32, or will it be the fourth quarterback off the board? And right now, Joe, the over-under for total number of quarterbacks drafted in round number one on the FanDuel Sportsbook is at three and a half. The over has plenty of plus money, plus 182. The under, Joe, is getting more juice on a daily basis. It's now minus 250 to the under of the three and a half for total number of QBs taken in the first round, which would certainly tell us, Joe, that if the juice is any indication, we're only seeing three quarterbacks in the first round. Do you agree with that number? Yes, I do. And the more I talk about it, I talked about it with Carver last night. He's on the over in terms of four, but because Detroit has that 34th overall pick, they can afford to wait and and have the luxury, right? Where if they're looking for a backup for Jared Goff or maybe a potential franchise quarterback, and let's say Matt Corral is, is no longer there, they can maybe not take him at 32 overall and wait until take him at 34 overall. It's, it's not a bad selection. I think clearly three quarterbacks. I think Corral is that third guy. I don't think a team needs to reach up and grab Des Ritter in the first round, even though he, he ran a 4-4-40. So I'm going to stick with three. I think it's an under bet. But again, anything's possible in the NFL. Joe, that's the interesting part, right? If Malik Willis is the favorite right now, the odds-on favorite in minus money at minus 140 to be the first quarterback selected, Kenny Pickett is behind him at plus 150. Who is that third guy? Now, if we follow the odds, Desmond Ritter at 10-1 to 1 has the third best odds to be the first quarterback selected. But that doesn't necessarily mean those are the three guys that are going to go 1-2-3 in terms of the quarterback class in this draft. Joe has told you all week long, all lead up to the draft long, that Matt Corral might be the best QB in the entire class. We'll break that down a little bit more and think of some other teams later in the first round that could use a quarterback in the first round of this upcoming 2022 NFL Draft. Now, under a week a day, week away, six days out until we get to the desert and Las Vegas for the first round of the NFL Draft. The quarterback conversation continues on the other side of the break. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Football and Friday. Two of the best words in the entirety of the English language, and we bring that to you here on Football Full Circle on Sports Grid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 159. He's Joe Lisi. He's going to be out in Las Vegas for the 2022 NFL Draft next weekend, and I am Ben Stevens. And we continue the conversation around the draft with focusing on the quarterbacks. And you might be thinking to yourself, guys, enough with the QB talk already. It's not even a good QB class. It's not like last year when we had three quarterbacks go one, two, and three overall. And Mac Jones and Justin Fields were waiting in the wings. I get it. But it's still a focus for us here because a lot of what happens with the quarterbacks in this first round could dictate how your favorite team makes moves not only the rest of this offseason into next year, but also in the first round of this NFL draft. And Joe, we've talked about the teams in the first round that are most likely to take a quarterback as you run through the draft order it would seem the most likely option to draft a quarterback first and foremost would be Carolina at number six overall would the Atlanta Falcons at eight or the Seattle Seahawks at nine inside that top 10 also be tempted by a quarterback trying to find out their signal caller for the future Potentially, But then as you go down the board, really not until New Orleans at 16, who also picks again at 19, would a quarterback really be in consideration? Pittsburgh certainly at number 20 if the Steelers stay put at 20 and do not try to trade up in that first round. And then outside of that, as you round out the opening round of the NFL draft next Thursday night, it's probably the Lions again at 32. I don't think Tennessee spends a first-round pick on a quarterback as maybe a guy who can be groomed under Ryan Tannehill. That might come later on in the later rounds of this draft, but there's really not all that many teams that would look to take a quarterback this year, so not many opportunities for a quarterback to be selected in this first round. 
No, not at all. I agree with you. That's why I think the over three and a half bet is very dicey because, yeah. you know, what team is really going to pull the trigger? I mean, the, the way to get the over three and a half bet is if, like, Washington pulls a wild card and drafts a quarterback. Right. If they draft Kenny Pickett, then forget it. You're going to have New Orleans scrambling. You're going to have potentially some other teams as well. And then the same thing, obviously, with the Houston Texans. If they pull a wild card and let's just say they select Malik Willis third overall as their quarterback for the future, well, then guess what? Carolina maybe is scrambling, and then then maybe Seattle makes a move, and Atlanta as well. So really, it really comes down to the first five picks. If they go the way we think they're going to go, then obviously Carolina, should they not get a quarterback in terms of Mayfield or Garoppolo, that looks to be the first selection. So I'm still going to stay at three. And even that, Ben, look at some of the teams in terms of the top uh, – of round two. We have the Lions at 34, Jets right. at 35, Giants at 36, and then the Texans yet again with the, the number 37 pick. So even if the Texans don't pull the trigger at three, they can always get a second round selection in terms of quarterback, maybe Sam Howell, Ritter, Corral, or even a Carson Strong. Yeah, maybe so, Joe. And right now, Houston seems pretty comfortable, surprisingly, maybe to some, with Davis Mills as their quarterback, at least for the time being. And we're not talking about quarterbacks maybe later on in the draft. We're focusing on that first part. And Joe's right. The top of the second round is very intriguing because Detroit picks three times in the first 34 selections of this NFL draft. Two, 32, and 34. Maybe one of those picks is spent on a quarterback early on, and that allowed... uh, Uh, That led to the questions for Jared Goff yesterday as he met the media in Detroit about the idea the Lions are doing their due diligence and might there be a quarterback that Jared Goff is now in a QB competition with. And Jared Goff said the right thing, said he's not overly concerned, will only really deal with that when and if it happens. And thus, there's where we stand right now for the Lions. But probably not the Jets, not the Giants, maybe the Texans, as Joe alluded to. There's not even really all that many options in the first part of the second round. Maybe Seattle, who picks it. 40 and 41 looks to use some value there because with a first round picture with how valuable those selections are in an NFL draft if you're not sold on a quarterback you don't really want to waste it just based on an upside if you're not sold on this guy being the future of your franchise then it's tough to think a first-round value is really indicative of what you would spend on a pick right there. So maybe later in the second round is where a guy like a Desmond Ritter presents more value. Maybe even the upside of Carson Strong out of Nevada. But you mentioned the three-and-a-half, and and we just talked about it before the break as well. That over-under that is heavily juiced to the under of the three-and-a-half total number of quarterbacks selected in round number one at minus Two fifty. So it will be three quarterbacks if the odds are any indication. We believe it will be Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. And then you say Matt Corral. How confident are you, Joe, that those three quarterbacks, it seems, that will be selected in the first round are those three guys we just laid out? And Willis, Pickett, and Corral. Very very confident. I, I really believe Matt Corral is the best quarterback in this draft class. And it wouldn't shock me if someone in the top 10, whether it be Seattle, Carolina, or maybe even potentially Atlanta, you know, takes Matt Corral and shocks the world. I really believe he's the most NFL ready, and I think he has great upside. At the end of the day, I think they're bashing Matt Corral. Again, 20 touchdowns. Didn't have that, I want to say, Heisman Trophy campaign that they built him up to, to have for in 2021, but he progressed 
progressed from in terms of where he was in Oxford from the time that Lane Kiffin came onto campus to where he was now at the end of the year in terms of the Sugar Bowl performance where he got hurt against Baylor he really progressed he became a more confident quarterback very calm in the pocket knew where he wanted to go with the football check down and that's what you want to see out of your leader and he became yeah. a team leader I think that's the most important thing Ben when you talk about quarterbacks moving on to the next level you can have the physical attributes but how do you handle the pressure when the bullseye's on your back and Matt Corral stepped up throughout 2021 and Joe there was that one direct quarterback comparison we had last year between Matt Corral and Malik Willis when Liberty and Ole Miss played each other early on in the non-conference slate. We all looked at that game and expected it to be this quarterback highlight of the potential first two quarterbacks off the board in the 2022 NFL draft. Then, of course, Kenny Pickett came on so strong all 2021 long to be a Heisman finalist. But if you look back at the stats from that game in early November between Liberty and Ole Miss, a rare non-conference game in November, the box score wasn't all that kind to Malik Willis 16 of 25 through the air 173 yards no touchdowns but three interceptions a QBR Joe of just 29.6 and even on the ground Malik Willis showed you what he can do with those legs 27 for 71 in a touchdown but Matt Corral throwing the football that day it wasn't the most prolific Ole Miss got a win 27 14 20 of 27 you see that consistency in the completion percentage 324 yards in a touchdown no interceptions and a pretty modest rushing day for Matt Corral who showed you the legs and the toughness just look at the Tennessee game if you need to see that on display six carries for nine yards but in those biggest opportunities Malik Willis didn't necessarily step up and of course we can't use a one game sample size against each other in the middle of the college football season as a true indictment of their NFL competency but it is interesting to say that Matt Corral maybe not all that far behind the guys like Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis who we all expect to be at the top of this QB class. Right, and going up against the size and speed of SEC defenses, right? I mean, right. you know, I think we would have had a much better grade and evaluation on Malik Willis should he stayed with Gus Malzahn in Auburn and would have mm. maybe potentially led the Auburn Tigers. Then that body of work maybe would have resembled maybe what Matt Corral did or didn't do. And now we could have had a much better grade. Malik Willis, you're right, against Ole Miss, a much improved Ole Miss defense, he struggled. He struggled in terms of your Syracuse Orangeman. Yeah. Game on the line, couldn't pull it out. And then against UL Monroe, got got sacked four times and two picks. 32.5 point favorite, they lost the ball game outright. And those odds to be the first quarterback selected, once again, Malik Willis is the odds-on minus money favorite, minus 140. Kenny Pickett, the second best price at plus 150. Desmond Ritter, the third best odds at 10 to 1. Matt Corral right behind, about $4 behind, with the fourth best price at 14 to 1. And then Sam Howell out of North Carolina rounds out the top five. He is 50 to 1. Again, a lot to decide in the six days leading up to the 2022 NFL Draft. Football Full Circle rolls on after the break. If you're a sport- SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. To football full circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Football Full Circle on a Football Friday on Sports Grid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 159 continues right here, right now, live. I am Ben Stevens. He is Joe Lisi, six days out from the NFL draft. But do not mince words here. When you think of what is going to happen next week on a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in Las Vegas, what is already currently happening in the NFL with roster construction for your favorite team or your most bitter rival is going to affect what plays out in this NFL draft. And Joe, we have seen storylines all across the board throughout this offseason. This NFL offseason has been the most insane, hectic, helter-skelter offseason we have seen in recent memory. And even within the last week, We have seen some news that will certainly affect the NFL draft. Of course, throughout this week, we have discussed Debo Samuel and his request of the San Francisco 49ers to trade him away. What will that do for San Francisco? What does it do for the top of the draft? Could there be teams looking to take draft capital and give it back to San Francisco in return for Debo Samuel, one of the best offensive weapons in the NFL? But before Debo officially requested the trade, Joe, if you remember, this time last week, Debo... Terry McLaurin and A.J. Brown all drafted in the 2019 NFL draft together. All took a stand, at least if it was just coincidence or whatnot, but they all said this together, that they would not play unless they got a contract extension heading into this season to end out their rookie deal. All guys in the final year of their rookie contract and all said they would not report to voluntary off-season workouts and they would not look to play until they got that new deal. Well, A.J. Brown has been in the conversation with the Tennessee Titans and he has not requested a trade like Debo Samuel but as we look at this, Joe, yesterday, GM for the Tennessee Titans was meeting with the media John Robinson and he said let's make one thing very very clear they do not foresee trading the star wide receiver and they have already had talks with AJ Brown and his representation I guess if you're Tennessee that's a good sign because we know how much AJ Brown means to that offense 
Oh, a huge part. Just as much as Debo Samuel in a different way, right? Because right. when the passing game is not there for Ryan Tannehill, what do teams do? They stack the box, force mm-hmm. Tannehill to beat them over the top. They neutralize Derrick Henry. And you can look at that playoff loss to Cincinnati as a pure example, right? Even though they got the yards between the 30s, they struggle with turnovers. That is what happens when A.J. Brown is not a huge factor of that offense, or more importantly, you take him away and let's say potentially go to a division contender or more importantly, another team that has a Super Bowl aspiration. So he is a huge part of that offense. If you're Tennessee and you have your sights set on the Super Bowl, you need A.J. Brown there. You also need a number two. That was what they brought in Julio Jones for last year. That didn't pan out. Do they potentially look to solidify the wide receiver spot in this draft in terms of the first or even second round? And that will be the case, right, in Tennessee right now, drafting at number 26 overall in that first round. There are a ton of wide receivers right in that range, Joe Lisi, that we think could go off the board. Of course, the favorite right now to be the first wide receiver selected is Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Those odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook plus 105 for the Buckeyes standout wide receiver. Jamison Williams not far behind, less than a dollar at plus 200. The wide receiver out of Alabama suffered the ACL injury in the national championship game against Georgia, but by all reports and all social media videos that we can find, Jamison Williams looks to be recovering really, really well. Drake London out of USC, the third best price at plus 2,200. But, Joe, there's a time, there's a place where Jamison Williams is maybe in the later half of the first round. Drake London could be in the 20s as well. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas is 19-1 to to be the first wide receiver selected. He fits right in that area of 24-28, to as does Chris Olave, 20-1. to out of Ohio State. That is something that we could see where if Tennessee is worried or if they want to just bolster their receiver core to give A.J. Brown a compliment on the other side, they might look to a wide receiver at that spot at number 26. Oh, agreed 100%. And you brought up Traylon Burks. And the reason why I like Traylon Burks in Tennessee's offense is because of the body size. 6'3", around 215 pounds. He's a red zone nightmare in terms of his ability to catch the football at its highest point. But let's not forget, what do you want to do in the running offense? You want wide receivers that are big and physical, a.k.a. D.K. Metcalf, right? That's what Traylon Burks brings the Tennessee offense. So I think he's definitely a perfect fit for the Titans in terms of if he's available if it were me I would want Traylon Burks in Tennessee if you're asking me more of a slot guy like a pocket rocket we talk about the Big Ten all the time and you brought up uh, Chris Olave Jahan Dotson is a playmaker teams Mm. have him slated in that area of 22 to potentially 27 as well he's a return guy he could be utilized in terms of motion like a Debo Samuel I love Jahan Dotson so it depends on the type of wide receiver you want but if it was me and I had my first choice and I'm Tennessee and I'm the GM and I want to benefit Ryan Tannehill I would go for Traylon Burks if he's available obviously if Jamison Williams is there I don't think he's going to be there at 26 I would pull the trigger on him but Burks is a perfect fit for that offense in, in Nashville I love what Traylon Burks does, man. I'm going to be honest. He's probably my fi- favorite wide receiver in this draft. I love Garrett Wilson. The athleticism, the range. If you throw him a ball, he's going to go make a play. There's no doubt 
about Garrett Wilson. All of these wide receivers that we discuss right now, I think, have tremendous upside. Chris Olave is as reliable as they come. I think probably the most interchangeable between outside and slot wide receiver in this draft. The speed of Jamison Williams takes the top off of defense. We know that. Drake London, although dealing with some issues to the ankle, he will be fine as well, and I think he has a very promising future in the NFL. That is to say, Joe, that Traylon Burks and what this guy does, the size, the stature, the ability to be a deep ball receiver on the outside, he is the one that excites me the most, and I actually think I would probably rank as my favorite, maybe not by the betting odds or what teams are looking at, but my favorite personal wide receiver in this draft. I saw so much of him at Arkansas this year and was blown away by what he can do, and K.J. Jefferson is a good quarterback, but he's not necessarily a pocket passer. He's not necessarily a guy that is going to deliver the football in a way where if Traylon Burks plays in the right system with an NFL quarterback to the caliber of a guy like a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes, although I'm not sure he's going to get to that point late enough in the first round, I think you could see somebody truly be a game-breaker, and that's why I love Traylon Burks a ton. 19-1, to I don't know if I'm coughing up the money to think an NFL team likes him as much as I do where he'd go above Garrett Wilson, given all that Garrett Wilson can do and that versatility and athleticism, but I'm just so high on Traylon Burks, and I know you love Jahan Dotson, and rightfully so, was a staple of that Penn State offense, really could do everything, and at times was not the benefit of the best quarterback play in Happy Valley, frankly, with Sean Clifford struggling for three years of the Jahan Dotson era, so I think he will be huge there as well, but a pretty big drop-off in terms of Chris Olave at 20-1, to the fifth shortest price to be the first wide receiver selected and Jahan Dotson at 95 to 1 but these are all things that as you start to do your own handicapping as you start to look in at the odds and you're maybe filling out your favorite mock draft or you're looking over at your favorite NFL writers mock draft you want to make sure you're paying attention to the headlines so when John Robinson says we have reached out to AJ's camp we want to be as public as we can in saying we want AJ Brown here for the long haul in Tennessee that could affect what the Titans do at 26 yes there are some team needs I'm sure the Tennessee needs ahead of a wide receiver but those are all part of what you need to do for your handicapping and it goes in Joe with how the team draft specials look on the FanDuel Sportsbook where you can actually look at your favorite team or a team you know in your conference or division and see where they are going to be targeting a position group in the first round of the NFL draft because the position of the Tennessee Titans first drafted player the favorite on the board right now is an O-lineman at plus 210 but a wide receiver and a D lineman are tied for the second best price at plus 340. So there is, at least based on the odds, a small sliver that Tennessee does look to a wideout in the first round. And these are how you can correlate all the market show to maybe hone in on a guy that you think your team should draft. Oh, without a doubt. You're absolutely right. Plus 340 for wide receiver at Tennessee. I love that bet. I really do because even though A.J. Brown is still going to be there, you still need a complimentary wide receiver, so you're not harming the team or potentially threatening A.J. Brown to move him out of Nashville. You're giving him another weapon so he could build on his production. The team has a better shot to make a Super Bowl run, and the pressure's off Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, you don't want Derrick Henry to break down like he did last year because then they're a one-trick pony, right? We know that Ryan Tannehill struggles when the run game isn't as effective as it right. was. So that's what you want. You take it plus 340. I think that's that's a great bet for Tennessee. I would take the wide receiver over the offensive lineman in a heartbeat if I'm the Titans at 26. And it's a really good point, too, because 
The headline doesn't necessarily mean A.J. Brown is gone. He's going to request a trade like Debo Samuel did, and Tennessee needs to find his replacement. We saw what A.J. Brown meant to this offense last year when he was out of action for Tennessee, trying to round back into shape ahead of the postseason run for the Titans, who were the number one overall seed in the AFC last year. He was that vital because he was really the passing game. Julio Jones wasn't quite healthy. Uh, Akina Westbrook is on his way up, but not necessarily a number two guy at the moment. On the other side, dispel a lot of what the defense will look to do in containing A.J. Brown. So even if... If there is something about this idea that A.J. Brown's unhappy, but they're going to bring him back, you need to pair him with talent. So a wide receiver here at plus 340 makes a ton of sense. So not only can you start to correlate the markets to find who you think your team should be targeting or where you think that best bet is, you can also make sure you find tons of plus money value for this NFL draft. Small sprinkles that might have a huge upside and profitability a week away six days in fact thursday night in las vegas the first round of the 2022 nfl draft we continue breaking things down here on a football friday on football full circle up next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. A football Friday right here on Sports Grid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 159 on Football Full Circle. I am Ben Stevens. He is Joe Lisi. Six days out from the 2022 NFL Draft. Next Thursday night in Las Vegas. The first round gets underway. Lisi will be live in Vegas for the NFL Draft next week. And live at number two in the draft order for the opening round is the Detroit Lions. And Joe, we're making history here on a Friday on Football Full Circle, at least for me, because we are welcoming on our first ever live caller. It is Dan from Brooklyn, a native of the Michigan area outside of Detroit and a huge Lions fan. Dan, thanks for joining us here on Football Full Circle on Sports Grid Radio. Ben, thanks so much for having me. It's so good to be here. 
you can hear that Michigan accent in his voice wow. there, Joe Lisi. So we have had this conversation a bunch today on the show, Dan, about what the Lions might do. And we heard from Jared Goff yesterday in the pre-draft media presser ahead of what the Lions will do at number two or maybe number 32. He said he's not concerned at the idea that Detroit might take a quarterback. Do you want your Lions to take a quarterback with one of their two selections in the first round? Well, it doesn't really come down to what I want because the Lions throughout my entire life have consistently done the opposite of that. I hope we don't take a quarterback, Ben. I don't. I don't think Jared Goff is the answer, but I don't know who else you take at two, at 32, at 172 that is going to fix the problems and the holes that they have on this defense. Well, Dan, let me ask you this. I mean, because they played well at the end of the year, right? Knocked off Minnesota as a seven-point underdog, 29-27. Yeah, I mean, from the gambling aspect, they were great against the number. Do you have confidence in Dan Campbell in year number two, just big picture, that they could potentially get to seven wins this year as a fan? I think I think we're two years away from seven wins. Not next year, no. I think next year they'll play hard and they'll fight hard and they'll they'll do great against the spread the entire time. I don't know if they're able mm. to actually be the victorious team when the clock ends with double zeros. Detroit, the fourth best team in the NFL last year against the number, 11-6 and six ATS. And, Dan, as we say on this program and all across the grid, good teams win. Great teams cover, and the fighting Dan Campbells were certainly a great team last year. So you mentioned defense, Dan, and that's where you hope the Detroit Lions put their focus for their two draft picks in the first round. Well, the favorite right now to be the number two overall selection, we actually have co-favorites as this market is moving continuously in the lead-up to this NFL draft, Dan. Aiden Hutchinson, of course, a guy you know well, out of Michigan at plus 175, tied right alongside Kayvon Thibodeau at plus 175. Was that go blue an indication that you want on Aiden Hutchinson to be wearing a Lions uniform next season? He would be my number one pick for sure. I want the Lions to get him. I don't think, Ben, unfortunately, I'm not confident he's going to be there too. I think the Jaguars are going to snag him. Thibodeau would be my second choice there. I think, you know, former number one overall prospect, um, all the intangibles that you're looking for and an edge defenseman that we haven't had in a long time. I think he'd be a fantastic runner-up choice, and I think that's who we're going to end up getting. Dan, at number 32 and 34, respectively, can you see them going for a quarterback uh, like Matt Corral? Obviously, the pressure of Jared Goff, he doesn't care, but you need to develop a quarterback of the future, right? You had Stafford, Goff comes in, can't lead you to the promised land. And then what about a wide receiver? I mean, DJ Chark is not the overall answer. You have Hawkinson. Can you see them going for a wide receiver at least at 32 or 34, respectively? Would that make the fan base happy? Yeah, and I think it's all depending on how the beginning picks before that are going to shake out. You know, you're looking at the Chiefs and the Packers, two teams that are going to be looking at the receiver market, especially with the deep receiving class. You don't know if Jahan Dotson or, you know, maybe a Chris Olave, a Traylon Burks are going to fall down to you at that 32 spot. And if all of them are off the board, I think that's where you start considering quarterback. Someone like a Desmond Ritter, a Matt Corral, as you mentioned earlier, get that fifth-year option on maybe a project quarterback that can sit behind Jared Goff for a year, learn from a former first overall pick. Not a lot of accolades, but he was a former first overall pick. Um, if not, I think you start looking at the defensive side of the ball once again. There's a lot of holes. Uh, Lewis Seen, someone I like a lot out of Georgia, and the Kobe Dean, if he's still available too, can help a depleted uh, linebacking corpse. 
Lisi, who the F is this guy? Coming on here, giving out better draft analysis than you. I mean, you and this guy, we we got to talk to Big MC, see if we get a contract out to Dan from Brooklyn to see if we can bring on, maybe fly him out to Vegas next week for the NFL draft. So, Dan, one final question for you. Your name is Dan. Your head coach's name is Dan, as in Dan Campbell. We know what his favorite meal is. It's biting kneecaps. What do you think the best condiment would be to bite kneecaps to make it the most savory treat? <laughs> As, as a former native of the, the great state of Michigan, the only thing that you can add yeah. on top of anything to make it a complete wholesome meal uh, is chili, especially from Lafayette, Coney Island, in downtown <laughs> Detroit, the best chili. So chili and kneecaps, our favorite dish. Um, Dan Campbell, phenomenal coach. And you look out, Ben. I think uh, I think the Lions over the next couple of years with the you know a lot of moxie that we have, we might just be America's team. People are sick of the Cowboys. It's about time they came home to the real America, the Detroit Lions. I love it, Dan. I love it. Look at this guy, Elise. Not only does he tie it back to his native Michigan, he gives us a Coney Island chili to let you know he's still there in Brooklyn as well. Dan from Brooklyn, we got to have you back on the show very soon. Some great analysis and have a wonderful, wonderful Friday. I hope you boogie it up tonight, my man. Thanks for joining us. See you on the dance floor, Ben. Have a great day. Lisey, that guy came in with some great takes right there and some good analysis about what he would want his Detroit Lions to do and even comparing that to the end of the first round and what Detroit might be battling there against the Chiefs, against the Packers, as we get to the end of round number one next Thursday night out in Las Vegas. What did you make of his point, that he wants Detroit to place an emphasis on the defensive side of the football? I have no problem with that. When you look at the front seven, they were dead last for much of the year in terms of yards allowed per carry, right? And when you think about the running backs that they have to stop within the conference, Dalvin Cook, Montgomery, you have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, to solidify that front seven would be a huge benefit to get off on third down. That's where games are won or lost. Their past secondary was in the top 15 in terms of yards allowed. So that that's not the issue. The issue is the front right. seven, shutting down the the run, getting into long third down situations, and getting off the field. That was the problem with the front seven. If you could solidify that, whether it be Aiden Hutchinson, Thibodeau, or even a Trayvon Walker, you're a step up now. You could worry about the linebackers, like he mentioned, in the second round, or even potentially the third round. You don't have to reach up to get a linebacker, but an edge rusher that can really transform your your defense, that is pure gold in terms of a top five selection. And Lisi, as we were discussing with Dan from Brooklyn, the odds are moving even today based on number one overall for Aiden Hutchinson and number two overall for a variety of those edge rushers. We have said all week long, and we followed this movement in the odds market, of if number one starts to move, how does that affect number two? Well, earlier this week, we saw Aiden Hutchinson slightly become a stronger favorite to go number one overall, from minus 170 last week to minus 185, but Trayvon Walker's number also moved a ton from plus 350 last week now to plus 165. So he's at plus 165. That number has stayed about the same. Aiden Hutchinson still in minus money, an odds-on favorite to go number one overall at minus 175. But Joe, once again at number two, there are co-favorites where we have Aiden Hutchinson at plus 175, Kayvon Thibodeau at plus 175 as well, and Trayvon Walker now only 75 cents behind at plus 250. 
Joe, 48 hours ago, 24 hours ago, Kayvon Thibodeau was the favorite by himself to go number two overall at plus 125, which showed to me that I think Aiden Hutchinson was going one because if Aiden Hutchinson is available at two, there is no doubt in my mind Detroit takes him. So if he's no longer the favorite at two and it's Thibodeau, that probably helps his case at number one. Now he's a co-favorite. Is Aiden Hutchinson again to go number two overall at plus 175 alongside Kayvon Thibodeau? How do you make sense, Joe Lisi, of all this movement we have seen at one and two? Yeah, I told you, if it's me and I'm betting on, on that overall pick, I'm not taking Aiden Hutchinson. I'm going to go with Thibodeau or maybe even Trayvon Walker. I'll tell you this, if you look at Aiden Hutchinson in terms of his player prop, over one and a half is plus money yeah. at plus 124. It's worth a shot, right? Because we've right. been there for so long, solidified as the top overall selection, you can only lose ground heading into the draft. What's going to re-solidify Aiden Hutchinson as the pure overall number one draft pick. Nothing right now. There's nothing he could do. He's been there from the start. It's almost like like I said, like a racehorse that has a huge lead. He's hanging on right now by a thread. The unknown is really what could catch Aiden Hutchinson. So for me, I would pay, take the over one and a half. I'd take a shot, two or more. And then you know what? The way Thibodeau is gaining steam right now, if he's good enough for the Lions to be slated right there, he's yeah. potentially good enough to be taken by the and right now, Kayvon Thibodeau is 20 to 1 to go number one overall. It would be so interesting to me, Lisi, if Trayvon Walker, who is plus money at number one, does not go one of one. And I don't think he would then go two of two to the Detroit Lions. I think Kayvon Thibodeau might have the edge for the edge rushers as it stands right now. And I don't think. Although at number three, we're seeing movement as well. I literally scrolled down the page, Lisi, and I'm seeing these <laughs> odds update in real time because now we have a toss-up among three different players at number three overall to the Houston Texans, where Trayvon Walker, who was not nearly this short of a number just 24 hours ago, is now a co-favorite, not only with Iki Aquanu, the offensive tackle out of NC State, but Sauce Gardner, the cornerback out of Cincinnati. All three of those guys, Lisi, at three to one to go number three overall to Houston. So this market moves once again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about team need and what they're hearing from NFL insiders. That's what's moving the market right now. Everybody thinks they have a read. They talk to a GM. They talk to a coach. Gives away some information, and we're seeing some market movement. I'm not buying the third overall pick there. I think I, I don't think Gardner does go to the Houston no. Texans. That To me, that's a reach for Houston. They need to solidify the front seven as well. I think they go edge rusher. If, if Thibodeau's there, I think they take a I don't think Thibodeau is going to be there. It's going to be Walker or another player, if not an offensive tackle. I thought it was going to be offensive tackle. And through most of this draft process, we talked about the movement in the market on number one overall and number two overall, because that's mainly where we saw the movement. There was not all that much movement, Joe, until today, as we're seeing it live here, mm -hmm. that number three moved. It seemed like it was going to be a toss-up between Iki Aquanu or Evan Neal, the two leading offensive tackles in this draft, but not with other defensive players like Trayvon Walker or Sauce Gardner. But you last week, Lisi, said Trayvon Walker 
could be in consideration, or even Kayvon Thibodeau when Trayvon Walker had better odds to go number two overall. So there's a lot for us to digest here to end out today's show, and there's a lot we need to get into next week in terms of maybe some mock drafts from Football Full Circle on the horizon. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it up just like you over the weekend, and maybe we can break it down on Monday and Tuesday prior to Wednesday night. I think that's how we'll do it, Lisi, because it'll be a great way, just an exercise so much for us. Not to be like, hey, I hope I get 30 out of 32 picks correct, but just to slot it out in our minds and on paper to then see where we might think the value correlates on the FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll continue that conversation as we round out a football Friday in a week here on Football Full Circle on Sports Grid Radio next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We round out this week here on Football Full Circle with a Friday edition on a Football Friday. Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio all across the place as well. I am Ben Stevens. He is Joe Lisi. Next week, it is officially NFL Draft Week. Thursday night, six days away, out in Las Vegas. The first round gets underway. Right a week from right now will be the second and third rounds on a Friday evening in the desert, and then rounds four through seven on Saturday. Joe Lisi will be live in Las Vegas, in Sin City, for it all. What are the travel plans, Lisi? When are you heading out to the desert? Wednesday night should be in there, uh, Vegas time, around 7, 7.30. Going to meet up with Chris Kofsky, our great producer. Ooh. Yeah, Kofsky and I on the same flight going and, and coming home. So we're going to have a hopefully a great trip. And then obviously got to break bread with Carver and the crew. So uh, uh, Mike and I uh, so. love to eat. So, yes, definitely break break some bread down in Vegas. I owe Carver uh, dinner, believe it or not, because I gave him a first half under in the, the first USFL game, 21 and a half. The kicker for the generals uh, missed the field goal. You believe that at nah. the end of the half? Cost me the, I mean, the over. Can't have that, Joe. 
We no, cannot can't. have that. But what we need to do is make sure you order a couple of expensive Pinots and put it on Big MC's tab. <laughs> you know, make sure that old grid is paying for that stuff out there in Vegas, where I'm sure you guys are going to chop it up and have a wonderful, wonderful time. So, Lisi, as we get ready for the NFL draft, now just six days away, who do you think is going number one overall as we tease our mock drafts next week that we'll unveil here on Football Full Circle? I'm going to shock everybody. I'm going to go with the narrative that it's Kayvon Thibodeau. The way he's gaining steam, I think he shocks the world. I really do. And we said it before. If this was a year ago, he would be the number one overall pick. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I'm going to go with Thibodeau, number one. I'm going to go Chuck. I think it's Aiden Hutchinson, minus 175 right now on FanDuel Sports. Joe Lisi, have a wonderful weekend, my friend. We will talk on Monday as you get ready for your travels out to Las Vegas. Football full circle is done. The money line is up next. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside set you up for a profitable weekend next year on Sports Grid Radio. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.